Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The O oh, the Pain podcast, Monday, June 27, 2022. The Joe Beningo O oh, the Pain podcast, of course, brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company. KZ Sports Marketing, a needed discount tire, the Blue Hill Golf Course in Pearl River, New York. Another lovely, lovely day in the New York metropolitan area. Another rainy, crummy day on a Monday, like Karen Carpenter once said. Rainy days and Mondays always get me down, right? Remember that? Karen Carpenter, the Carpenters, for those who, you know, I'm dating myself, of course. But, um, yes, so we get the combo of the rainy day and Monday. So it's a double down. But nevertheless, the rest of the week's supposed to be nice. I'm playing uh, playing golf tomorrow at, at the Blue Hill Golf Club, golf course. I'll be out there. I'll be seeing. I'm, I'll, do the, I'll do the spot now. I'll see Mike. I'll see Chase. I'll see A.J., you know, the whole deal, who knows what of 18 of the 27 I'll be playing, but we'll be out there. I'll probably play terrible, but but who knows? But I'll be at Blue Hill uh, for golf tomorrow. Now, rarely do I get excited about, you know, any kind of baseball during a baseball season that does not involve the Mets, okay? I'm a Mets fan. Mets had a tough loss to the Marlins yesterday, 3-2, out of Vino giving it up to some, some guy I never heard of, the catcher, Fortes, whatever his name was. And then Adovino after the game acting like, oh, Mr. Cocky. Like, oh, big deal. I gave up the home run. Please, he's terrible. You got any you got any confidence in that guy whatsoever? But we'll get to the we'll get to the Mets. We'll, we'll get to the Mets in a second as they get ready to play two with the Astros again. The Astros right now have are playing, what is it? One, two, six, eight games, consecutive games against the New York teams. And they beat the Mets the two games in Houston, and they split this series with the Yankees over the weekend. And that's where I'm going to start. Like I said, rarely do I get pumped up about anything that does not deal with the New York Mets during the baseball season. But I got to tell you, I was intrigued all weekend by this Yankee-Astro series. I mean, this was a tremendous four-game series. Uh, They split the four games. The Yankees winning game one, and then yesterday, the final game of the series, both in walk-off fashion, both on big hits by Aaron Judge. First, that base hit down the left field line to win the game Thursday night after Hicks hit the home run to tie it in the ninth inning. And then yesterday, in the bottom of the 10th, after uh, Michael King gets out of this crazy bases-loaded one-out jam where Houston doesn't score in the top of the 10th inning, and then uh, eventually Aaron Judge hits a three-run home run to win it with two out in the bottom of the 10th, and the Yankees win the game. One day after they got no hit by three different Astros, led by Christian Javier, who had that phenomenal seven innings that he pitched, struck out 13 Yankees. Unbelievable. How about th- How about this? And it's really amazing when you think about it. The Yankees have been no hit, I believe, since Bob fell. And I'm not even going to go back to Cy Young, who did it like in, you know, with a 1742 or whatever, that he, that he no hit the Yankees. How about the fact that the Yankees, since Bob Feller no hit them, 
somewhere in, I think it was somewhere in the 40s. Bob Bob fell and no hit the Yankees. I think it was opening day. He beat them one nothing. Somewhere, I don't know, it was in the 40s, late 30s, whenever it was. All right. There's only been, I believe, five Yank five times, including Feller's no hitter, that the Yankees have been no hit. Bob Feller no hitting them. The great Bob Feller from the Cleveland Indians, and then you had uh, Virgil Trucks do it for the Detroit Tigers. I think it was 1952, and then the next one after that was Hoyt Wilhelm, uh, who I believe is in the Hall of Fame, one of the great relief pitchers of all time. The guy that really invented the knuckleball. Hoyt Wilhelm did it for the Orioles in 1958. And Hoyt Wilhelm is the last, you know, pitcher to pitch a complete game no-hitter against the Yankees. So it hasn't been done by one pitcher since 1958. It's been done twice since then. Both combined no-hitters by the Houston Astros at Yankee Stadium. They did it in 2003, and they did it on Saturday, led by Christian Javier, two other guys uh, who was it? Hector Neres, and then I forget the closer. What Presley is that the closer for Houston? I believe it is. And those are the guys that closed it out, and they beat the Yankees in that game three nothing. Altuve had a home run in that game. That guy Majevich, I you say his name, JJ, whatever. Even though Cole pitched a really good game, you know, and they wound up losing that game after the uh, after Verlander. You're talking about a Hall of Fame great pitcher after Justin Verlander shut him down seven and a third innings on Friday night. Uh, in that 4-1 win. So the Yankees really didn't hit at all. They get no hit on Saturday, right? They get no hit on Saturday by three different Astros. And as I said, think about it. The Only twice since 1958 that the Yankees have been no hit and both by the Astros combined no hitters in 03. And now this year, unbelievable, really is. And that gets us to Sunday. So the Yankees have lost two out of three to Houston. Now we get into Sunday and Houston's up in this game, 3 nothing. And how about this? They get they get no hit again. They uh, who is that guy? Uh what's his name again? The, the pitcher for them. I, I I always get his he 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 beat the Mets last week, too. I can't think. Quisley, whatever his name is. Okay, I should know, but eh, who cares? Right? You know what I'm talking about. All right. So the Yankees are getting no hit. They're down three nothing. Altuve let off the game with a home run. It's it's three nothing, Houston. They're going to the, uh, I believe it was the bottom of the seventh inning. So now the Yankees have gone nine innings on Friday, uh, excuse me, nine innings on Saturday without a hit, and the first six innings on Sunday without a hit. So 15 consecutive innings at least, it might have been more, 15 consecutive innings the Yankees didn't get a base hit against the Astros. Unbelievable. I think they were 0 for 52 in that span of time. They're down 3 nothing. And then finally, in the seventh inning, Gene Carlo breaks through with this bomb of a freaking home run to straightaway dead center into the black to break up the no-hitter and get the Yankees on the board. Now it's 3-1. to one. Then in the bottom of the eighth inning, DJ LeMayu on a, on a hanging breaking ball that maybe I could have hit. Well, maybe not. Hits a two-run shot into the left field stands, ties the game at 3-3. Three to three. And as I mentioned... You know, we get into the extra inning. Houston's has the bases loaded against Michael King. You know, of course, the ghost runner and all that. But the bases loaded against Michael King with one out in the 10th inning. And King gets out of it. I forget. He strikes out two guys, gets out of the inning. And then the Yankees, they're in a similar situation. In the in the bottom of the 10th inning, you got a couple guys on with two out after Aaron Hicks strikes out. And then, of course, Aaron Judge hits the big three-run home run uh, in walk-off fashion. And the Yankees win. Uh, to uh, split that series at two and two. I tell you right now, and now the Mets, unfortunately, the Mets have an off day today after that tough loss to Miami yesterday. 
And now here comes the uh, um, the Astros into City Field for games on Tuesday and Wednesday. So, uh, but I, but just going back to this Yankee Astros series, you, you know that if the Yankees are going to finally break through and get to a World Series, win a World Series, which they haven't done since, since 2009, and this group of Yankees here in the Aaron Boone, Aaron Judge era, okay, we'll call it Aaron Judge because Joe Girardi was the manager back in 2017 when they lost in the ALCS to Houston. Of course, that was the whole cheating scandal year and all of that garbage that went down. Houston beat the Yankees in seven and eventually went on uh, to win the World Series that year, their first of uh, three times since 2017 that they've won the American League pennant, even though they lost the World Series the last two times they were in it, to the Nationals in 19 and to the Braves last year. But you know that the AL is going to come down to the Yankees and the Astros. And how, I mean, you talk about a, a regular, like I said, rarely do I get excited about anything during the 162-game Major League season that does not include the Mets. Rarely, rarely, rarely ever. And I was actually pumped up about this series over the weekend. Now, one game, and I'll get to this, I'll get to this streaming nonsense too, because yesterday, you know, the Mets weren't on TV. They were on Peacock. What? Peacock? And how about the fact the Mets are going to be out of playing Texas on Friday? They're on Apple TV Friday. What is this garbage? The Yankees were on, I don't know, was it Amazon? The first game in the Houston series, I believe, or was it the Friday night game? The game Verlander pitched, I guess it was. The Yankees were on uh, Amazon that night, right? And they're going to be on one of these streaming services. I don't know. Maybe it's Peacock. I don't, who knows? Coming up this weekend, too. But the Mets are on Apple. I think the Yankees are on Amazon. I, I don't. Whatever it is, they're, they're, they're on the stream again. And the Yankees, uh, the Mets, I said, are on Peacock. So you got a Sunday afternoon game. Game starts early, 1230, right? You can't see it unless you got the streaming service. Humble. I mean, baseball will do anything to make more money. I mean, let's, I, mean I understand the players are getting ridiculous money. But, you know, Rob Manfred, we know what a joke he is, will do anything to get more money. Ah, the hell with the fans. Screw them so they can't see the game. What a disgrace. I mean, that whole thing is a freaking disgrace. really. So you couldn't see the Met game yesterday unless you had Peacock. I did not. They lose a very tough uh, game to Miami. But just getting back to the Yankee Astros, I mean, they're right now, and forget Yankees, Red Sox. Forget it. And I know the Red Sox have been one of the hottest teams in baseball, and I get all of that, and they're in a – Wild card position now. Forget it. The Yankee Astros right now, there is no <clears throat> better rivalry in baseball than Yankees-Houston. Forget the Red Sox. Forget the Rays. Forget Toronto. You know, forget even playing the Mets. I mean, not that I and I can't, I, you know, I can't stand the Met-Yankee game. Thank God they only played four times this year. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, schedule maker. Because I don't want I hate playing the Yankees. As a Met fan, I hate it. I hate interleague play. I hate the, I hate everything about it. <laughs> you know, I'm an old school guy, even though I love the DH now in the National League. I'm very good with that. But I hate interleague play. <laughs> I really do. I can't stand it. <clears throat> but anyway, I mean, there is no better rivalry in anywhere. In Giants, Dodgers, you want to give me that? You want to give me Cardinals, Cubs? You know, whatever you want to give me. You know, if you want to say the Mets Braves now, if you want, or the Philly, whatever. There is no better rivalry in Major League Baseball than the Yankees and the Astros. 
And that was a tremendous four-game series. You know, I love how the Yankee fans just hate Altuve and all he does is kill him. You know, he hit a home run on Saturday. He hit a home run yesterday leading off the game. Altuve, who's a shoe-in, first ballot Hall of Famer. But as I mentioned, the baseball writers, you know, they're going to make him pay for that cheating in 2017. You know they are. You know, no steroids for Jose, but no way Jose for the Hall of Fame. You can take it to the bank. Take it to the bank that the baseball writers will, uh, you know, uh, shove it right up his rear end as far as the Hall of Fame goes, the holier-than-now group that they are. But nevertheless, maybe the best second baseman of all time anyway, at least. But certainly in my lifetime, like I say, I may have to give Altuve the edge over Joe Morgan. Very close. May have to. We'll we'll talk about that as time goes on. But you pray that Yankees-Astros in the American League Championship Series. Now, you never know how it's going to go. It's a long way to October. (laughs) It's a long way. You know, obviously both teams are running away with their division right now. They would still have to get through that uh, division series against whoever they would wind up playing. But boy, oh boy, how much would you love to see Yankees, Astros, ALCS? Doesn't get any better than that. All right. Joe Beningo, The By the way, one other thing. How about the fact, and I, I, let me, before I, I get to the sponsors here, you know, um, uh, he was being interviewed after the game on, yes, right? Aaron Judge. And who was it? Uh, Marakovic actually asked him, uh, you know, whether or not, you know, something about the pressure and how he comes through on the pressure and how he feels it, you know, and all that. And Aaron basically said, well, when you're the best player on the team, <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing this now, when you're the best player on the team, you know, you know, it's all about the pressure, whatever he said. And I, I heard I was watching Sports Night and, you know, um, they were saying on Sports Night, and maybe he didn't understand the question where he said, you know, when you're the best player. No, 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 I think he did. He knows. He's the best player on the team. I mean, is this something that we don't know? He's the best player in the American League. He's the best player in baseball right now. So if Aaron Judge said, oh, well, you know, this is what you expect or whatever from the best player on the team, well, good for him because he is. He just got $19 million in arbitration for the year. That's a bargain from what the Yankees are going to have to pay him. This guy's going to be making $40 million a year. Let's be real. He's going to run with the way the Yankees are playing right now. He's going to run away with the MVP. What has he got, 28 homers? I think he's got 53, 56, whatever RBIs he's got. His OPS is over 1,000, and everybody gets delirious about OPS. I think he's batting over 300. I mean, really? And the Yankees got by far the best record in baseball. Is there any question? I know it's only June 27th. Is there any question the MVP is going to be this year? I mean, to me, it's, it's a lock. Unless something dramatic happens, he gets hurt. You don't want to see that happen, God forbid. But anyway. I thought that was great that Judge said, when you're the best player. And I think he knew what he was saying. I don't think he misquoted himself or thought he was talking, you know, (laughs) that she was talking about Giancarlo, you know? He was talking about himself. That's the bottom line. So good job by Aaron Judge. I actually like Aaron Judge. I don't like the Yankees, but I like Judge. I do. There's something, you know, and the Yankees better pay him. They better freaking ante up. You can't let that guy. I wouldn't be letting him get the free agency. If I'm Brian Cashman. All right. Let's get some of our sponsors in here. Beningo, the Oda Paint Podcast, the Hackensack Brewing Company. How much do I love them over there? I saw a bunch of people this week with Hackensack Brewing Company t-shirts. I'm going to have to. Next time I see Jones, 
the great Mike Jones. I'm going to have to ask him, what the hell, what the hell is my freaking T-shirt? I got no tombstone and I got no T-shirt. What's going on here? <laughs> but you know the story with the Hackensack Brewing Company, located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack's beautiful Fairmont neighborhood. Nothing too beautiful about Hackensack, but the Fairmont neighborhood is. Remember what Billy Joel said, who needs a house out in Hackensack? Is that all you get for your money? But anyway, one of the best things about Hackensack is the Hackensack Brewing Company. <laughs> Check it out. The tap room's open from 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 Sunday, 78 Johnson Avenue, Hackensack. The great Mike Jones, see him, Herb, TJ, all the greatness there, my son-in-law, Andre, everybody there. Check them out. Uh, I believe the July 16th will be our next live podcast from the Hackensack Brewing Company. <laughs> you want to you wanna be there and you want to check it out. Also, KZ Sports Marketing. Now, Kenny, Kenny Zor, my good buddy, he went to Mexico. And I haven't heard from him since. I mean, I hope he's, I hope he's okay. <laughs> I hope the cartels didn't get him. But KZ Sports Marketing, and you know the deal with Kenny, simply the best. He helps me book my guests for the Yoda Pay podcast. Great guy. Kenny, Kenny's a great all-around guy. That's what he told me to write. <laughs> if you're looking to secure your favorite athlete or celebrity for any event, could be a charity function, corporate golf outing, in-store autograph appearance. Give Kenny a call, KZ Sports Marketing. Call directly, 516-996-7616. You can text him as well, 516-996-7616. That's 516-996-7616. Or visit kzsportsmarketing.com, the great Kenny Zor. All right. Now, as far as the Mets are concerned, they went two out of three over the weekend against Miami. 47 and 27 on the year. I'm not sure. I should know this. Maybe my wife can look. Did the Braves win? I'm going to ask my wife because she's sitting here. Did the Braves win last night to play the Dodgers last night? If the Mets lost and they're four games ahead of Atlanta, if they won, they stay five games ahead with their uh, 3-2 loss yesterday to Miami. So my wife's going to give me the information that I should have known before I sat my ass down here to do this podcast. So they played the Dodgers last night, Teddy. We have the final score there, the Braves and the Dodgers last night. She's looking it up. She's still checking it out. But anyway, you know. Dodgers won 5-3. All right, good. Good job by the Dodgers. You know, I hate the Dodgers, but when they're playing the Braves, I like them. So, you know, you know how I feel. So the Dodgers win, so the Mets stay five games ahead of uh, the Braves in the uh, National League East. Mets at 47-27. and 27. You know, continue to win series. They won two out of three. You got a real good outing yesterday by David Peterson. Seven very strong innings by him. But they wind up losing, as I said, that walk-off home run uh, that Adovino gave up in the bottom of the ninth. And then Adovino, <clears throat> after the game, he's getting interviewed, and he's like all cocky, this guy. What? You just gave up the game-winning home run to some unknown, okay? I never heard of the guy, Fortes, whatever the hell his name is. And you're there, ah, you know, I've been pitching good lately. You know, I mean, eh, it's one big deal. It's one bad pitch on a Sunday afternoon. Again, I'm paraphrasing. And he's like a little cocky. Like he's Mariano, like, like, he, like he's Dennis Eckersley or Mariano Rivera coming out of the pen. You know, Bruce Suda, Goose, Gossage. What? He's terrible. Do you have any, does any Met fan have any confidence in Adam Adovino? Tell me who that guy is, all right? Because I sure as hell don't. Right now I have... The Met bullpen to me is by far the biggest issue this team has. You have to be worried about it. 
Do you have any? And even Diaz, and Diaz has been great. I mean, to me, he's an all-star. He should easily be on the all-star team. Maybe be the, you know, the, the first closer, the guy that comes in to close the game. If the National League has a chance to win it, whatever. He should be on the all-star team. But the rest of the bullpen has been absolutely horrible. I have no confidence in Ottavino. Do you? I mean, who does? And especially after yesterday. I don't want to hear he's been throwing well. Oh, great. And then he's cocky after the game. What the hell is that? Please. No, I got no confidence in none of these guys. Jason Shreve, Drew Smith. I mean, throw the guy at me. Who? Uh, Joely Rodriguez, whatever. And these guys. And then you got these guys, Tommy Hunter. He's been actually been okay, Tommy Hunter. He hasn't been bad. But I got no, I mean, really? Unbelievable. But they went two out of three, had the game on Saturday where the great Pete Alonzo hits two more homers. I mean, Alonzo's great. I mean, he really, I mean, you got to really start, you know, look, there's no doubt that Aaron Judge is the runaway winner right now, in my mind, for the American League most valuable player. I don't think it's even debatable. But in the National League, and I know Paul Goldschmidt's having a tremendous year for the Cardinals. I get it. Every, and he's even ahead of Alonzo in, in the All-Star balloting. I don't get that, but okay. All right. We know people hate New York. Everybody loves the Cardinals. Oh, the Cardinals. Right? And Goldschmidt's having a great year. But should Pete Alonso, shouldn't we be talking about Pete Alonso as the most valuable player in the league? He's on a team with the best record in the National League. They got a five-game lead in the division. They're 20 games over 500. He's got 22 homers. He, I, I believe he leads the National League with the 22 homers. He definitely leads the, leads the major leagues with RBIs. He's got 69 RBIs so far this year. You know, I think his OPS is around 900 if they, you know, I know everybody gets delirious over that. All right. But there's no question. You know, you could, you could take, well, Jacob DeGrom's not even on the team. You know, you know, how I feel about that, but you could take Max Scherzer away. You could take whoever you want away from the state. Jeff McNeil, he's been hurt for a little while, hasn't played in a while, right? You could take him away. Uh, you could take Stalling Monte. He was hurt a little bit. Take him out of the line. You take anybody else you want out of the lineup. You take him. Doesn't matter. Nimmo, go right on down the line, all right? The most valuable player on the New York Mets is Pete Alonzo. They cannot win without him. If Alonzo went out of the lineup, this team is in big trouble. Now, Max Scherz is going to be coming back. He's making another rehab start. Is it tonight? Tomorrow? Somewhere for the Rumble Ponies up in uh, Binghamton. Binghamton, that's the Mets' farm team, the Rumble Ponies. Don't ask me why. <laughs> But Scherzer's going to make another rehab start. There's no reason to rush Scherzer. I mean, you know, you want him healthy. I mean, the team's got the team's 20 games over 500 with a five-game lead in the division. There's no reason, you know, to push Scherzer yet. I agree with that. But if the Mets ever lost Alonzo, they'd be in big, big trouble. And I don't know why I'm not hearing more about him maybe being an MVP. Now, no Met has ever won the MVP. No Met has ever won the National League Most Valuable Player Award. You know, Strawberry probably should have won it in 1988 when he got hosed because of Kirk Gibson and because of his teammate, Kevin McRodigo, the wonderful Kevin McReynolds, taking votes away from Darrell. All right? So you could certainly make a case for him in 1988. Even Seaver, when he won in 1969, when he won the Cy Young, 25-7, and 2.21 ERA, 270-something strikeouts, whatever it was, they gave the MVP to Willie McCovey that year. Willie McCovey and his team didn't even get in the playoffs. So maybe finally we're going to see a Met as an MVP with Pete Alonso. He's certainly right now, like I said, there he is by far the most valuable player on the team. 
So he's just having a great year. But we'll see. Peterson pitched well yesterday. Uh, Taekwon Walker has pitched well, pitched well the other night. Bassett pitched decently on Saturday. So Scherzer will be coming back. Who knows about DeGrom? Like I said, wake me up when DeGrom comes back. It, uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if we don't see him the rest of the year. I mean, it really would, but whatever. But off day today for the Mets, and then they'll play the uh, those two games I mentioned with the just very, very dangerous Houston Astros coming in on Tuesday and Wednesday to City Field. Both games on SNY. No Amazon for the Astros series. Not till not till Texas on the uh, is it Texas they're playing this weekend? I think it is Texas on Friday. Right, that's the next time we get to what is it? Uh, Apple. I think they're on Apple, Amazon. Who knows what they're on? I don't know. You're asking me. Facebook? Who the hell? Such a pain in the rear end. But anyway, day off today for the Mets. Two games with Houston. And the Yankees start a series tonight with the A's at the stadium. All right, let's get a couple more of my my sponsors in here. Of course, I need a tire. need a discount tire. Uh, Just was there last week to get an oil change. Uh, Oil is the word, right? The stuff we don't have anymore in this country. Oil. O-I-L. All right, make sure I get it right. Go see Johnny. My son there over there. Go see uh, uh, Ari. His boss will take care of you. You need uh, you need uh, any service done on your car whatsoever. You need tires, the whole deal. Anita Tire in uh, Rivervale, New Jersey on Westwood Avenue. Go check it out. Tell them Beningo sent you. And then, of course, the Blue Hill Golf Club. And I'm going there tomorrow to play. It's been difficult to get tee times. It's so goddamn popular there that it's very, very difficult to get tee times. Tremendous course. My wife loves it. She always goes low there. 27 holes. We'll see what 18 we plan wind up playing tomorrow. Go see Big Mike. Go see AJ. Go see Chase. The best pro shop this side of the PGA. Still got everything you could possibly want there. Uh, we've spent tons of money there over the years. Also, uh, they got golf simulators coming in. So go check it out. The Blue Hill Golf Course in uh, Pearl River, New York. All right. Beningo with the... Um, Oh, the pain podcast. By the way, how about, and I, I don't really want to get into politics, but can they do some, can this administration do something to get this poor girl, Brittany Griner, the hell out of freaking uh, Russia? I mean, it's a joke what's going on. The whole deal, you know, she got caught at the airport trying to get out of Moscow. She plays basketball for, uh, in the Russian women's league there, whatever it is. Okay. One of the top players in the WNBA. She won a national championship at Baylor, the whole thing. Okay, a number of years ago. And she got caught with a vape, I guess, vaping, uh, cannabis vaping, whatever, whatever you want to call it. To me, I call them joints, but whatever. At the airport in Russia, I don't know what she was thinking about trying to get back to the States with this stuff, but whatever. And they basically made her a political prisoner ever since. They're calling her a criminal, right? She's in jail in Russia. Her, you know, her wife, okay, girl by the name of, uh, I forget her name now, but whatever has tried for, I don't know, tried to get in touch. It was their fourth wedding anniversary. Tried to get in touch with her on the wedding anniversary. Was supposed to. It never happened. Tried calling 11 times and never got through to poor, to poor Brittany, okay? They're reaching, they've reached out a number of different groups, bas- women's basketball groups in America, I guess the WNBA as well. Uh, you know, all of them. Dawn Staley, who's the head coach of South Carolina. Everybody's tried to appeal her, her wife has appealed uh, to the government to try to get her out. What are they doing? Make some kind of deal and get this freaking girl out of Russia. She's done nothing. 
And isn't it unbelievable? This is another thing about this, the wonderful Joe Biden administration. This is your, this is your base here, this girl. A black girl, and she's gay, okay? I don't think she was voting for Donald Trump, right? Let's be real about it. She was voting for who? For Joe Biden. Get her the hell out of freaking Russia, will you? Make some kind of deal, all right, to get this girl out, all right? This is your base. This is your voting base. Let's be, like I said, I don't think this girl was voting for Donald Trump, okay? What the hell is Joe Biden doing? What are they doing, these hypocrites that run this government, this disaster of a government that we have right now that's killing our country? You know, America last. This poor girl, who's no criminal, okay? You know, you can, you can go buy marijuana in New Jersey uh, in a store now, okay? You can walk in and buy it. She's no criminal. Get her out of Russia. Hey, Joe, get your head out of your rear end and go freaking do something about Brittany Griner. And I hate to get into all political stuff, but this stuff really irks me. And this is this is somebody that I guarantee voting for you, Joe. Get her the hell out. The hell out of Russia. Make some kind of deal. Do something. Do something. I guarantee, guarantee, for all the crap that Donald Trump took, if Donald Trump was president, and you know Brittany Griner didn't vote for him, if Donald Trump was president, he would have got her out already. He would have been doing something to try to get her the hell out of Russia. Hey, Joe, get your head out of your ass and get it done for this poor girl who's getting totally screwed by the Russian government and sitting there in Moscow, all right? Call your buddy Putin, who you basically said, here, go invade Ukraine, okay? whose economy now is booming as Oz is dying, all right? Because of you, Joe. Call your buddy Vlad and get Brittany Griner the hell out of freaking Moscow, okay? All right, that's my political statement for today. I had to say it because this is something that's been bothering me for a while. And when I read that they, that they wouldn't even let her wife talk to her on their anniversary, 11th time she tried, give me a break. All right, everybody have a great week. Joe Beningo, the Yoda Pain Podcast. I love you all. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And as I always say, we'll talk to you Friday. All the love.